Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn and Suites, Vero Beach, Florida. Tonight, we're talking about kickstarting your travel. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Like I said in the intro, I am in Vero Beach, Florida, on the east coast of Florida. And as I normally try to do, I am drinking local with a beer from the west coast of Florida from St. Pete Brewing Company, the Orange Wheat Ale, weighing in at a hefty 4.5 APV. Uh, their motto on the side of the can is pretty simple, serve cold a pretty good idea, and that will probably be finished off with one of my favorite beers, the Funky Buddha Hopgun IPA, 7% APV. I remember when Funky Buddha launched, I happened to be living down in Fort Lauderdale. They have since been acquired by Constellation Brands, who has been gobbling up microbreweries kind of all over. One of their other notable acquisitions was Ballast Point, famous for their Sculpin IPA series. And just last week, it was announced that Constellation was selling off Ballast Point to some other microbrewery. I guess just couldn't turn it into what they needed it to be. At times, I think that the craft beer market can be become a little bit oversaturated, especially when they do get acquired. You know, Anheuser-Busch has, has bought up several. If you ever go down and look to see who owns what, you'd be really surprised. All these, what you think is a small microbrewery is actually owned by one of the giant production companies. Last week, it was a quick trip to Atlanta, and short of the snowstorm on Monday that caused delays for everybody except me, it was a fairly uneventful travel week. The one good thing about living in Orlando is it's pretty easy to get a direct flight into Atlanta and avoid most of the weather challenges. We had guys coming in from California, Boston, Dallas and Kansas City, and just about everybody had some kind of delays. As far as the uneventful part, this time of year, business travel seems to be that way. Everybody's home from Thanksgiving. They're all ramping up for the next big holiday in a few weeks, Christmas. But the airports can be actually a little bit dead. When I flew out on Monday, the parking lot at Orlando was almost a ghost town. And when I got back into town, I think I landed late Thursday night. They already had the beautiful Christmas tree up in the atrium of Orlando. And I'm sure at some point in the next few weeks when I land, there will be local school children uh, serenading the weary travelers with Christmas tunes, which is always kind of neat. During the Thanksgiving holiday, I was fortunate enough to have several days off from work. And between the intermittent food comas and the occasional shopping trip, I managed to spend a fair amount of time on the good old interwebs which resulted in myself ordering a 24 by 24 wooden cutout of the state of Texas and 300 of those little googly eyes, which I vow to put on all the condiments in the refrigerator late one evening. So when the Chateau Relaxo residents open the fridge, and normally that will be late morning to early afternoon as they emerge from their cave, they will have a spectacle of about 300 googly eyes staring back at them. So during the time off, I found myself on Kickstarter, 
which led me down one of those inevitable rabbit holes of travel theme projects or campaign. And if you're not familiar with Kickstarter, Kickstarter exists to bring creative projects to life. A home for film, music, art, theater, games, comics, design, photography, and more. So the idea is that you post your project or idea along with the budget that you think it will take to get launched. If you do a decent job of selling your project or idea, randos can choose to back it at various financial levels, normally in return for the financial backing. The donator receives some kind of a reward. It could be something as simple as a shout out on the company's website to a full-blown early release of the project if it gets funded. To date, they've had two fairly successful, and I guess I probably put air quotes around the word successful projects. The first was 2014 was the coolest cooler, 21st century cooler that's actually cooler. They needed $50,000 was their goal. They ended up with 13 million and 62,000 backers. Their kind of tagline was, regular coolers are boring, break easy, and are a hassle to haul around just to carry the ice. The coolest cooler is 60 quarts of awesome, packed with so much fun, you'll look for excuses to get outside more often. Maybe you want to use the built-in ice-crushing blender to whip up some margaritas or smoothies on your next boat or tailgate. Maybe you just want to always have music on hand with the waterproof Bluetooth speaker or want to recharge your electronics with the built-in USB charger. A quick search of their website showed that they were out of stock for every single color and accessory combination I could come up with. Hopefully this is a sign of great business, but lousy business planning to run out of inventory. For me, a cooler with a, with a blender attachment is not going to put me over the edge. And as far as Bluetooth speakers or USB uh, power bank chargers, we have more than plenty of those hanging around Chateau Relaxo and could easily take some gray duct tape and form our own uh, 21st century cooler in no time at all. 2015, the Pebble Watch, the awesome smartwatch with no compromises. These guys needed half a million dollars. They ended up with about 20 million and 78,000 backers. However, in December of 2016, Pebble Technology filed for insolvency with Fitbit acquiring much of the company's assets and employees. The selling of Pebble brand to Fitbit was credited to Charles River Ventures, who invested $15 million in the company in 2013. The purchase excluded Pebble's hardware. As stated by Fitbit, can you still use the Pebble watch? Yeah, your watch will still work, but most of the things that made it great no longer existed. So I'm sure for Charles River Ventures, they were looking to get somewhat of a return on their $15 million that they had put in. It appears that both of these products are struggling or at least having challenges, but it does show you that grass-level marketing and taking an idea to the streets does work. That being said, I am not a product nor a marketing guru, but I am familiar with the first law of the 22 laws of marketing, and it's the law of leadership. It's better to be first than it is to be better. The first person, as we all know, to fly across the Atlantic was Charles Lindbergh, Neil Armstrong, first person on the moon, and Roger Bannister was the first person to run a four-minute mile. But do you know the names of the people that accomplished those same feats second? Bert Hinkler was the second man to fly across the Atlantic. Buzz Aldrin followed Neil Armstrong onto the moon's surface, and John Landy was the second man to run a mile in less than four minutes. 
and it was only six weeks after Bannister did. So while we've all probably heard of Buzz Aldrin, you're more than likely not familiar with Hinkler or Landy. That, in my opinion, is why Kickstarter exists. To be first, back to my Thanksgiving Kickstarter rabbit hole. On Kickstarter search bar, I typed in six letters, T-R-A-V-E-L, hit enter, and was presented with 5,000 travel-tagged projects. And so I picked just a few randoms here and there. The first one, travel pets, stuffed plush animals that attach to backpacks and bikes. They're looking for $2,000, ended up with about $45 pledged and five backers. Their pitch is travel pets are unique stuffed animals that have a detachable Velcro strap and can be attached to scooters and bicycles. With a little help, this fun project will be ready by the end of December. Pledge $6 or more, and you get one panda travel pet. I'm hoping these are some savvy, business-minded kids whose parents have given them a handout. You know, that being said, I could head to my local craft store, drop less than a dollar on some Velcro and glue, grab one of the kids' abandoned stuffed animals, and create my own poor man version of this. Nevertheless, these could be kids, little baby businessmen in the making. Next one I came across was Fayette, $1 pledged of a $12,000 goal and one backer. So I'm guessing that's definitely a relative backing this project. Shoes with a metal detector for avid hikers, travelers, wanderers, and weird toes. Find jewelry, lost relics, and precious ores. Know any avid hikers, travelers, campers, jet setter, people who need hobbies, tired of lugging around a metal detector? and looking for a more hands-free approach, with so much ground still unexplored by the wandering feet of the masses and so much undiscovered history walked on without a second thought. This project aims at getting closer to our roots with a sometimes all-too-necessary technological boost. I'm an avid hiker, I'm a traveler, I'm a wanderer, and I want no sort of metal plate in my shoes that's going to slow me down at TSA or might slow me down as I casually wander away from a bear in the woods. A great idea. Wish you all the best. But what do they say on Shark Tank? I'm going to pass on this one. Alpha Jacket, $25,000 pledged of a $15,000 goal with 140 backers. Why choose between fashion and function? Traveling doesn't have to mean pulling out cargo shorts from the back of your drawer. Hey, be careful with that. Or wearing that bulky jacket you bought 10 years ago that you only use for international flight. Own the jacket that's not only great for travel, but one you'll want to wear year-round. No matter how you travel, be the alpha. Alpha jacket is perfect for the forgetful travel, the chic business exec, or the wandering nomad. A lot of wandering themes in the travel section of Kickstarter. Durable, fashionable, and with convenient pockets designed for everyday use. So I put a graphic up in... in this has got pockets for everything, AirPods, keys, phone, wallet, battery bank, drinks, water bottle, gloves, iPad, mini. I mean, this. by the time you're done, your jacket could weigh easily eight or nine pounds. So it seems that every travel project does contain the word wanderer or wandering. You know, remember, as they say, not all that wander are lost. For me, a jacket's a jacket. They have pockets, zippers, occasionally a hood. Currently, I travel with two. I've got a North Face packable raincoat, and truly the only reason that I bought this raincoat 
is the guy at North Face showed me how it would stuff inside of the pocket of the jacket and you could zip it up. And he had me sold at that point. And I talked about the other one is the Patagonia Nano Puff for colder destinations. They are always running specials over Black Friday, Cyber Monday. This $200 jacket was down to about 130 bucks. It packs small. It's lightweight. It's down. It'll keep you warm. Diving deeper into the Alpha jacket, it does offer some solid enhancements. A detachable hood and ergonomic memory foam neck pillow. Easily remove the pillow after sleeping. Detach the entire hood to transform the jacket into a bomber. Secure pockets. Stop fretting about losing the thing that's hardest to replace. Power bank pocket. Keep your phone charged. Slim view water bladder for hikes, biking, or long walks down the Riviera. Great features. But for me, anything that's detachable is code for here's something I can lose. Secure pockets. Most every jacket I have has some kind of a zipper on it and a power bank pocket. Uh, not necessary. And as far as water bottles, I don't think I need a water bladder that I'm wearing around on top of my uh, my clothes. For a pledge of $129 or more, you receive one Alpha Jacket package. You can also get the Power Bank hat and shirt and save 32% off the estimated value of $159. You know, another sub $200 jacket, just not for me. But, you know, they've exceeded their goals by over $10,000, so it appeals to somebody. I certainly don't claim to be the status quo, so good luck to them. Next one was the Rumpel X Loki, the travel dog bed. They needed a $20,000 goal to get them going. They're sitting at $47,000 right now with about 230 backers. A highly portable, durable, and cozy bed for travel for your dog. Why did we redesign the dog bed? Because most dog beds are bulky and you can't travel with them. And and he's right. Very few use the technical materials that dogs love and make cleanup easy for the owners. We wanted to create a high quality dog bed that prioritizes portability and travel. So your dog stays comfortable everywhere. As a true mallet head, I have not one, but two dogs. First one, you've heard of a lab, black lab, brown lab, yellow lab, pick a color. We have a meth lab. This dog is insane. We rescued her about eight years ago, and I think she is, she's just not right in the head. The other pup is a perfect fit for Florida, for the climate. It's a Siberian Husky, and she is 100% 100% side, but this dog is the most stubborn pup in the world. But both, honestly, both dogs are great natured. They're lovable. Honestly, a self-inflating dog bed does appeal to me because we have, I think we've got one or two dog beds on the back porch and then a couple in the house. I'm not traveling with them anywhere. They are right. They are bulky. They're a pain. So for a pledge of $149, you get the stuffable uh, dog blanket, the smaller size. So that's $30 off the retail price of $179. The smaller one works well for dogs under 70 pounds. The reward does not include the inflatable air mattress inserts. I'm out. For me, a better deal is the $49 two-inch self-inflating camping pad 
combined with uh, one of the seven fleece blankets that I have in my closet for roughly 50 bucks and a little help from Amazon, I can pretty much recreate the same thing. But again, hey, they've more than doubled their uh, their goal. So what do I know? I give you the nap away. With a goal of $20,000, they have roughly $2,000 in pledges with 31 backers. It's time to replace those old, comfortable neck pillows. Napaway offers a way to relax while traveling and weighs only 1.5 pounds. So if you're talking neck pillows, I am not your target market. I see people travel with these things all the time. They must be amazing because every Hudson News has them for sale. Every kiosk in the airport sells them. And this time of year, Amazon is constantly running deals of the day on them. The campaign for this really doesn't offer... Any bullet points, just a few videos, and from spending some time on Kickstarter, I have learned that a video, a good video with attractive people is important if you're going to be on Kickstarter. This appears to be a traditional neck pillow that's mounted on a stick, and I've got a picture of this on the website, which props your head up. It seems to be well-designed and embraces the whole form and functional movement, but for me, it's just a little bit too bulky and the assembly of it reminds me of trying to put together an erector set while I'm sitting in my plane seat. <laughs> so they have various levels of sponsorship. This was my favorite. I'm sure some of them do include an early release of the product. Those who support us during the super early surprise reward, they will also include a signed copy of the U.S. patent. So if you spend any time uh, watching Shark Tank, that's always a big one. Do you have a patent? Yes, I have a patent. So there is a patent for this, and it really does fit into a cool little box. Uh, for me, I, and it, it claims you can blow the pillow up with one breath. That's great. I just don't see myself carrying an extra 1.5 pounds to rest my big 50-pound Claude Aiken-sized head on. Here's a project that really appealed to me, Hopping, H-O-P-P-I-N-G, Hopping, the Backpack Beer Adventure. They've got 36 backers that have pledged a little over $5,000, hoping to bring this project to life, a beer-inspired backpacking journey with a seasoned traveler. Nick Noyes, hitchhiking between breweries and homebrew sessions in an inspiring fashion. Your life is a beer-slash-travel show. This was a response from one of my friends, when I told him Nick and I would be coming through his city while filming this project. The beer portion of our show will be what you might expect, at least one aspect visiting iconic and lesser-known breweries while we drink and discuss the best liquid on the planet. Damn it, Nick, you beat me to it. Uh, I've managed to consume a little bit over 1,100 different beers in just my last eight years of traveling. And to add insult to injury, I've paid for most of those beers. God bless you, Nick. I hope that you just tear this one up and you can continue your uh, backpacking journey, checking out all the small breweries and homebrew sessions. Over the weekend, I was listening to how I built this podcast, and they had a summit. And during the inter during the summit, they interviewed Sarah Blakely, the inventor of Spanx. We've all seen her. You know, she came to life and made instant millions when Oprah made her. Uh, what is it, Oprah's favorite things or Oprah's products of the year or whatever. And that launched Sarah into uh, 
absolute stardom with what she calls is footless pantyhose. And during the interview, she said that everyone has at least one one million dollar inside them. And I agree. You know, Sarah goes on to add the ideas are the most vulnerable when they're in their infancy. Thankfully, there is something like Kickstarter where someone that has a million million dollar idea can help get that out of that infancy stage. And who knows what it's going to go on to be. So I leave you with this. (laughs) If I start a Kickstarter campaign to cover the annual fee of the American Express Platinum card for the next year, which I think is about $600. If I get 600 backers with $1 a piece, it shouldn't be too painful. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening and safe travels. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.